Hey, 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 it's your girl Anna. Welcome back to another episode of Godless Intentions. How y'all feeling tonight? Tonight's gonna be a good night because I got a very special, special guest in the building. My good friend, poet, author, and mentor, a smooth baby. Yo, what's happening, man? Yeah. What's happening? What's going on, man? What up, what up, what up? How you feeling, bro? Man, I'm blessed. That's good. I'm blessed, I'm blessed. I'm so happy you're here. <laughs> Yes, it's good to be here, man. What's up? What's going on? Ain't shit. What's up with you? How you been? <laughs> I've been chilling, man. Taking it one day at a time. You feel what I'm saying? So, you know, I said poet, author, and mentor. That's a fact. So, tell me what's going on in the poetry world. Uh, poetry world. I got some things coming up. Um, um. My team, Street Profits. Shout out to my team, Shout Street Profits. That's a fact. Um, in the poetry world right now, we got March Madness coming up. March Madness is a, a competition, a slam with 32 poets that we okay. host. Oh, that's dope. Um, on Clubhouse. So we're going to do Clubhouse. that. Okay. And for me personally, what I got going, uh, the next couple of months, I'm going to release two books. One called Inner Peace. And the uh, second one is called Girl on Your Lock Screen. Wow. That one's going to be a little spicy. It ain't going to be a poetry, but it's going to be a little spice to it. Mm. And uh, the biggest news is uh, I'll be at the Apollo on March 22nd. March 22nd. The Apollo. The Apollo. The Apollo been on fire lately. That's a fact. It's been on fire lately. That's a fact. Yeah. yeah. My son Drake was in there not too long yeah, ago. Yeah, Drizzy Lil and Harlem. I said, oh, y'all not <laughs> right. playing. He wasn't playing. They had little Kim in there too. So. Yeah, they had little Kim. They had the um, Dipset in there. He Dip they set. was in there with Drake, Jada. Yeah, yep, Jada. Yeah. Um, uh, Shorty from Brooklyn too. Lola, Lola don't play with it. Don't play yeah, with don't it. Don't play with it. Don't play. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. Then you know they're gonna have Smooth Baby. Smooth Baby <laughs> in the building. Real good. <laughs> Follow looking real good. So tell the people where you from. Oh, you know me. I'm from the Bronx, New York. Big VX energy in the building. Of course, VX will be next. You crazy? (laughs) Listen, I'm not biased. I know that the last few guests been BX babies, but obviously that's where all the greats come from. So, (laughs) feel me? (laughs) So, um, your first book. Oh yeah, my first book, Ghetto Gospel. Tell us a little bit about that. Um, Ghetto Gospel is a uh, I'll call it. That that that's my baby because I was working on that for so many years. Um, it went through so many titles, mm. um, and it went from like a two hundred page book to about mm, I want to say like fifty pages. How'd you compress all that? Um, what I did was nobody wants to read a textbook full of poetry. I'm telling you that right now. I don't yeah. care who you are. Nobody, <laughs> nobody wants to read that. So I figured if I make a short book about thirteen poems. It gives people time to actually read it and keep going back and rereading their favorite poems. Like every poem in that book, I think except for one, is what I like to call performance pieces. Mm. Meaning I actually go on stage and perform these pieces in it's these like spoken books. word. Yeah, it's definitely spoken word. So that's what that book is all made up. The second book and the piece is gonna be more intimate, more vulnerable. Tight pieces, so that, that's when that is. Where where do you usually um sell your books? Well, I sell them. 
Because I need all my royalties. All so, the money, yeah, all the yeah, coins, yeah, all the yeah, change. I, I, I ain't mad at I you. I need all that. But, um, so for my first book, Ghetto Gospel, people can actually DM me on, on IG. Uh, my IG is Smooth Baby, S-M-O-O-V-E-B-A-B-I-I. You heard it. Um, DM me. I, I still got some copies left. But my second book, my second and third book, I might do self-publishing. Don't really know yet. I'm okay. waiting to hear from a publisher, uh, um, a company now, a publishing company right now about my second book. Once I get whatever answers they give me, whether they take it on or not, if they don't take it on, I'm just self-publish. And then I'd just be everywhere. But that third book, I think I'm going to just self-publish just to get the feel, mm. just to get something that experience, new. something new. Like, you know, I want to be well-rounded. So that that that's my goal. That's my goal. So where do you get your inspiration from for your poetry, for your books? Life. What I see every day, what I've been through, what I've been around, what I experienced, what I survived. So just like real life. Like I call my poetry ghetto gospel. Mm. It's a way of living. You know, that's inspired by Tupac. You know what I mean? Is that yeah. one of someone? Because I know he's definitely a poet. Yeah, yeah, he's my favorite artist of all the time. That's the goat. I don't care. I keep what saying. Talk about I keep that. saying. I know I'm from New York, <laughs> but I'm a West Coast girl. Because Tupac is man, definitely Tupac my guy too. From the East, man. He's from the East. He lived on 183rd too. Don't, don't let them tell you. I no keep hearing thing. that. I heard it in the, Bron- in the Bronx. Yeah. In the Bronx. In the Bronx. 183rd and Walton. They know his grandmother. I'm sorry. All the greats yeah. come from. <laughs> yeah. Let's not do that. I mean, he was born in um, he was born in Harlem. Grew mm. up in Baltimore. Well, like I said last time on my last episode, Bronx and Harlem is cousins. Yeah. So, you know, we won. So, yeah, but yeah, he East Coast. He just went over to the West Coast to show them, like, you know, I could do what y'all do, too. Yeah, so, he was, was rapping West Coast hard. Of course. Hey, listen. Gotta do what you gotta do, man. Like he said, my block is wherever I caught my first experience from. So, if, if y'all don't know, go listen to that song. He shouts out everywhere he's from. Wow. On my block. Okay. Definitely say I definitely have to. Really? I, I have to go listen to that. Yeah, he got the hood in there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to run yeah. that back. Go listen so, to that. If, who do you, uh, aside from Tupac in, in uh, these times, who do you look up to, if anyone, any poets for inspiration or anybody that you would want to collab with? Uh... I mean, I'm a fan of a of a few outside of my team, like Shade the Poet. That's my gunner. Mm, shout out Shay to Shade. The Poet, uh, Symbolic Night, my man Solange, Jay Sheree, and and all the new people on my team as well. You know, I got some stars coming up. We about to shake the world. I'm Tell us saying. about your team. Talk so, about it. Uh, Who's on my team? Let's see. I don't want to miss nobody. They start wilding on me. Take your time. (laughs) Nah, I got, uh, you know, we got some new fresh faces like my son Nick, a.k.a. Bars. You feel what I'm saying? We got uh, Dega. We got Gamo, Yah, Naya. uh, My son Sofu, poetry out of Detroit. My man Devon Charles. Um... We got we got uh my man Symbolic Night sister, you know, Kiara. Uh feel like I'm missing somebody. Oh yeah, my man Luck, Almighty Luck, you know what I'm saying? Um I think I called everybody. But and I what did. are your team? What do you guys basically do? Well, what we do, we do spoken word. Okay. And we live by the model of we bigger than poetry. 
So this mm. is a family-based type of thing. Mm. But we take our experience from our communities, and then when we reach a, a, a certain plateau, we're going we, to start giving back to our communities, these same communities that birthed what we're talking about. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And then also giving black youth a voice to speak outside of just rap or sing. You know what I mean? Like, I think poetry is kind of one of those dead arts. You know, I really feel that um, performing arts in general, mm-hmm. specifically in the Bronx, you know, I'm always talking about a hometown, um, does not get the attention that it used to and that it should, especially poetry. Right. I feel like, you know, if it's not Shakespeare or, you know, not, not nothing wrong with that stuff, but I feel like, I don't really see much of a platform in our um, New York City public schools for urban poetry. At all. Um, I mean, Shakespeare didn't even write his own stuff. A black woman Ooh, wrote it. Ooh, he had ghost writing like Drake. No, he's yeah. Nah, nah, Drake. Don't, 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 don't do my, my son is an artist. Feel me? I take my that back. Drake. I take yeah, that yeah, back. My son's an but don't nah, kill me, Drake. Um, <laughs> but I think that's what's the, outside of uh, it being taken out of our schools, because they don't have the funding. Let's just be real. I mean, if people really pay attention to what's going on in their neighborhoods, they are even taking over parks and making schools. So you take all these parks away, where do the kids go? I mean, I I was driving through the hood. Right. They took the park away. That's The schoolyard that we grew up in. It's a school now. It's a school. And I don't understand because the junior high school is across the street. So how how chaotic is that going to be? You take that park away, school across the street from a school, the after-school programs is basically babysitting clubs because they don't do what we used to do in after-school. And then you force these kids in drug-infested neighborhoods to go where? To the corners. What outlets are they going to have? Exactly. There's no, you know, PSL. There's no boys and girls clubs. Yeah. There's, there's none of these. These are closing little by little. And then not only that, they take little vacant locks or vacant homes and they build in low income and housing, but it ain't for the working people, really. It's They're not the, really low income. They ain't really <laughs> low income, but it's for the people coming home yeah. from programs, from being locked up. There's people in these other programs, drug programs, that they're putting in these buildings first. Yeah. So you tempting them with they, with they demons to go outside and do what they came back from. So it's 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 all in the master plan. I don't you know what I mean? So yeah. it's a lot, but um but yeah that that's basically what my team trying to do. We're trying to even go into the schools and start poetry programs. Like that would you know be amazing. Got, yeah, we we trying to do that. Start poetry programs, whether it's in the school or we get a, a, a venue and, and start hosting classes and stuff like that. Like we wanna do all that. We're gonna do all that, but the basis of our thing is it's just bigger than poetry and it's it's just life. Right. Now I know that um last year or the year before you were like on tour. Oh on yeah. On a poetry tour. Tell me a little bit what, what yeah. that's like. Cause I never knew. Like I'm you know, I'm I know musical artists go on tour. Right. Like when I heard when you told me you were doing that, I was like, that's major. I've yeah. never seen that before. How was that? Nah, that was dope. That was dope. Um Unfortunately, being with the COVID, yeah. the tour had to get cut short because we were supposed to do Baltimore, New York, 
It was Baltimore, New York, I think Miami, and we were supposed to go to UK. We were supposed to go to that. So, um, I don't know. Hopefully, they put the tour back on, being that, you know, COVID restrictions are relaxed. But it was dope. It was cool. Like, we had backstage passes, like, you know, photo shoots and all wow. types of stuff. Like, yeah, it was it was cool. It was it, it was good, bread. I, I would have loved for it to, you know, do the city-to-city city thing. You know, get on a big old bus and really turn it up or van or whatever the case might be. But hopefully they revisit that. Or I might start my own tour. Listen, innovative, make it happen. Start my own tour. We don't sit at the table, we make our own. That's a fact. Um, So, um, I want to touch on a very sensitive topic. Mm -hmm. Let's go. I know that recently you experienced um, some very life changing events. Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I want to talk about it, talk it about talk about it a little bit to bring awareness to. Oh yeah, let's do it. Um, what October fourteenth? Uh, I had massive blood clots in my lungs and in my legs, which uh, caused me to cold twice, and for six minutes total. You gotta let the people know how old you are. Yeah, hey, I'm 33 years old. 33 years yeah, old. Yeah, 33 years old. Um, yeah, I called it twice. Uh, I was out for six minutes, three minutes apiece. Um, total. Uh, basically, what they told my mom was basically playing a funeral. That's what the doctors told her at the hospital. Jesus. Playing a funeral. He ain't gonna make it. You know what I mean? They said that. Oh, uh, what I suffered from. Only 7% of the people actually survive. So. You're here for a reason. Yeah. Yeah, my mission is not done. Um, But, yeah. So, that happened. And all my organs fell at the same time on top of that. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. All that. All that happened. But, you know, I'm blessed. I'm here. Amen. What has the recovery process been like? And has that (laughs) shaped the way you look at the world? Um, like reshaped the way you look at the world. The recovery process, I'm not gonna front, has been hell. Mm. Um, I found a lot about myself because I was always the type I really never leaned on anybody. If I needed help, it didn't matter. If I was down and out, I figure it out on my own. But I'm always there to help somebody. I had to lean on people. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I at one point I couldn't feed myself. Mm. At one point, I had to learn how to walk again. So I had to lean on. You know, um, Ashley, who's the mother of my kids. She don't mm. like when I shout call out that. to Ashley. Yeah, she don't like when I call that. She probably not gonna like. I'm giving her a shout out anyway. Shout but, out to you, Ashley. But, you um, goat. <laughs> yeah, nah, she is though, cause it's like yeah, that's real. It's real, cause she never left my side. She was there twenty four seven. Like she didn't leave my side mm-hmm. at all, and I really feel like if it wasn't for her being on the nurses and the doctors, I wouldn't be sitting here right now. Honestly, wow. she was on them. She was learning different things. She was learning what the machines was, the medicines I needed, the numbers that I needed to be at. And if it wasn't there, she was on them. So shout out to you, Ashley. You saved our brother. You were a real one. That's a fact. Like you know what I mean. And you know she was there. You know helping my moms and you know my other sister out and. Shay was there too. Shay the pro. Shout out to my gunner too. She she was helping Ashley in the mouth. So you know it takes a village. But um, I mean physically, I'm all right. 
Physical, we we'll always come by physical. It's the mental part that's really Where you at mentally right now? Everywhere, to be honest. I'm all over, you know, I, I have my days. My days where I have these these certain nightmares or, you know, like it's going to happen again. Like, that's always going to be in the back of my mind. Or You a father, too. Yeah, you know what I mean? And, like, my, my eight-year-old, he, you know, he don't really know. What's what? <laughs> he he making jokes out of it. That's oh boy. Me. Well, you know what? Not Few months of like, yeah, the mood. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they in the mood. But like my fourteen year old, it, it it took a toll on her too. You know what I mean? Like even now, it still take a toll on her. You know, I try to get her to open up and actually talk about it when she wants to. But you know, she talks about it with her mother, and that's fine as long as you're talking to somebody. It don't necessarily have to be me. I mean, I would like it to be me, but you talk to your mother about it, get all that in. You don't have to hold that. You know, I don't want you holding that in, but. Um, outside of that, like, yeah, like I said, mentally, I'm everywhere. I have my days. But, you know, I got my team. I got my village. I got my sisters, my brothers. I got my poetry team. So, you know, I always got somewhere to turn to talk. You know, I got friends, too, you know, like you and all that. If I family. Really needed it, mm-hmm. Family type shit. So, but, yeah, other than that, I mean, it's a process. Um, my outlook on life has always been, you know, I live every day like it's my last. That's never changed. I mean, maybe I'm more emotional. I'm more tapped into my emotions. I, before, I used to think crying was, like, weak. Now I find it relaxing, like, to be honest. They say sometimes that um, God will sit us down. Oh, he, he set me all the way down. And <laughs> you know, it gives us a chance to get a different perspective. And sometimes greatness is birthed in that moment. Like, you don't know what can come from this experience. Do you think that this experience has will contribute something to new material that you make in the future? I mean, of course. It's something I went through. It's life. If I don't speak on it, then it ain't real. It goes everything... It goes it goes against everything that I you know I preach in my poetry anyway. But um, definitely new material is coming out. And I tap into those emotions. So, we want to know, I want to know, your sister uh-huh. want to know, are you up to giving us a little sample? I'm always A little ready. something, something. I'm always ready to go. But I got to give you a little challenge. You freestyle, right? Yeah. I want to play a little I, game. Go ahead. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see how good my mind is. All right. So, we're going to do, we going to do this. Um, We'll do a few seconds. Okay. I'm going to give you two different topics. I'm going to throw it out there, and okay. you got to take it from there. All right. All right? I'm ready. All Let's right. see. So, um, let's do something attached to most recent events. Okay. Okay. Tyree. Okay. Um, the man that was just assaulted by NYPD. Rest in peace to him. Very sensitive topic for are. some. Definitely sensitive. You think you could give us... Some seconds um, about I that. I said, imagine mm. this world filled with living dragons, police assassins, creep with the hood on ready to deploy their heat. Young bodies dangling in the streets, feasts. We food on plate. Every time they on they beat, I don't see no lens promoting the peace. So I keep a peace so a piece of my mom won't be splattered on the streets. I break the chains so they won't enslave me behind bars. But I'm going to talk my shit behind these bars. That's freedom of speech. I ain't trying to preach. I'm trying to bring awareness to the streets to show we have unity behind the fences of black community so my moms have to read my eulogy. God has a plan for me, but who would I be if I don't use my voice to uplift we? Say that black lives matter, but 
All lives matter. We got to stop killing each other. And disrespectful men is, I mean, they say we got lazy after we stopped working for free. Mm. See, I'm trying to tie down their mind, keep the color in line so they won't be colorblind. They killing young children. That's Columbine, but it seemed like they're only killing my kind. America's about to be a ticking time bomb. I got to walk outside and watch out for landmines, a landmine. I got to have a killer mine to get out the gutter. They using toast to spread us like butter. They don't see mm. no other. They ain't trying to be our brothers. They just trying to figure out more ways to keep us from our mother. So I sit back in deep insight of being non-color, but they change at least five colors. So who's colored, baby? Let me, let me go look for my edges. Hold on. <laughs> you just snatched my edges Whoa, off my head. Where that? Damn. <laughs> Damn. You even need a second time. All right, all right. I'll give you one more. I'll give you let's one more. Go, that, was, that, was, that was off the dome. Listen, smooth baby. If y'all not following him, something wrong with y'all. Um, all right. Let me see. Let me see something good. Oh, I'm going to give you a comical one. Okay. Tax season and the deadbeat baby fathers. <laughs> <laughs> Tax season and deadbeats. I mean, we got light in the mood because that was we a got light in the mood. I mean, um, um, let's see. I mean, it's around that time where I want to claim mine. But have I really been there for mine? I mean, people don't understand what's in my mind. See, mine's is supposed to be mine, but she always wanted to be hers. I mean, she always wanted to be hers. See, she was scared, and she gets to drop her baby off to her village. But when I'm scared, I have to stand there and be a man about it. Mm. But nobody understands my story. They just want to throw deadbeat attached to any one of those, like my heart don't beat. You see, I bring kids in this lifestyle without using a lifestyle. Mm. But then again, they joke on me for using lifestyles. So now this is my new lifestyle. Baby. That's a light off the Off the You are so talented. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Do you still get stage fright when you come out and perform? All the time. I get nervous as hell. Would I'm you, human. Would you, would you do this? Because I, I have a big... I'm trying to... <laughs> I'm trying to bust into the acting world. Right. I want to be in front of the cameras. You know what I'm saying? What are some tips you can give to, like... Um, well, when I go on stage, honestly, I be nervous, but I, hey, listen, I, I amp myself up. Like, what, nigga, this is what you asked for? You here? Go out there and perform. Go mm. take it. It's yours. It ain't given. You got to take it. So what you going to do with it? You, gonna, you know, the lights, the lights is shining. Only the real step up. So, you know, I, I kind of give myself a little hyper speech. And then I, then I also tell myself, like, my message got to be heard. And it can't be heard with a closed mouth, period. Period. So, you know, like, I'm, I'm human. I get nervous. But, you know, when, once I start that first line and... Take off. And that crowd is into it. It's, it's over. I'm locked in. I'm locked loaded. Like, I'm zoomed in. Like, oh, yeah, let's do it. Like, But, yeah, I mean, uh, sometimes you just got to do it. And you're going to, you know, you're going you gonna to learn on, along the way. Sometimes you just got to do it. Just do it. And learn as you do it. Just jump. Just leap. Just jump. Like Steve Harvey said, just leap. Just leap. Right. What's your biggest why? My biggest why? Mm-hmm. Like, as in why I do this? Mm-hmm. Healing. Mm. I heal when I'm on stage. That's the safest place I can be 
Wow. Mad. Safest place I could be angry. Safest place I could be vulnerable. Safest place I can be aggressive. Everything that I cannot be walking around in this world. Very. Uh, therapeutic. Very. Very. So that's why, that's the main reason why, you know, healing and then, you know, I ain't the only one going through something. I just could put it in words. Imagine people going through something. They, they don't have no words to put in. They can't no do outlet. it. No outlet. They don't have no outlet. I am the outlet. Don't even worry about it. Just plug in. I got you. Plug in. I got you. <laughs> wow. Uh, so what is your um, goal with your team? Like, what's your big, big, you know, we all have our long-term and our short, mm-hmm. short-term goals, right? What is your vision for Street Profits? Where do you see yourself five years from now? Everywhere. Um, And what I mean by everywhere, we want to have poetry programs throughout the world. That's our five-year goal. Global. Uh, Yeah, global. Everything is global because what we go through is global. It's Mm -hmm. just not, you know... Here amongst us in the U.S. is all global, so that's our goal. That that that's my one of my goals for my teams is to have poetry programs. First, starting with our communities where we come from, because we can't forget about that, because they birthed our stories that we're sitting here telling, and then expand on throughout other places. So that that's the five year goal, and we're gonna do it. I know you are. You're going to do it. <laughs> I know you are. You're going to do it. All right. Um, Before we wrap up, what is some advice you have for someone that is trying to break into the poetry industry, mm-hmm. um, but they probably don't have the courage? Maybe they feel like they don't have the resources. Oh, wait. Before I get there, I just want y'all to know that I used to be a poet. <laughs> I used to be like a fake rapper for like a week. And for like a week. <laughs> remember, 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 do you remember when I sent you a poem of mine? I was like, I remember. Look at this. <laughs> look remember. at this. But like, I don't know how to get, like, I could write it on a paper, but I don't right. know how to like get in front of a crowd and perform. I mean, well, there's, there's different types of, and that's another thing too, you know, it's different types of poetry artists. I I like to call them book artists where you write book material. And so like you're not performing, it's just book. Yeah, it's just, you know, like a like a journal entry. Like you feel what I'm saying? Like performing is having a conversation with people. That's all performing is doing. Having a putting life behind your words. Right. You know what I mean? That that's all it is. Some people's not some people just want to go up and read something, get it off their chest. That's fine. Like that's cool and, and fine and dandy. But performance wise, if you want to be a performer, you got to give it your all. I can't give me everything that you're feeling. If you don't believe in your words, how the hell am I supposed to believe in your words? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, you know, there's people that be like, yo, I want to do it. I'm scared. Like, yeah, well, we're going to be scared together. You want to do it? Let's go. Go on stage. Get the feel of it. If you don't want to go on stage first, start getting in these spaces where there are performance and you can see how it goes. Like, it's very welcoming. Like, you're not going to get booed. This is not. You know, old school Apollo, and they gonna boo you off the stage. Well, I don't know because some people be getting booed still. I ain't never been to a show where people get booed. I'm not saying that it. All right, so the way I am, I'm real. 
If it's trash, tell me it's trash, bro. You ain't gonna tell me it's they good. That's fine. And stuff, though, they <laughs> need to, though. I feel like sometimes they set people up for failure. Shit be trash, and you be telling, oh, that's so good. And then they go to other spots where they bite, boo. But you know what? I think it's true what you said about the conversation because I feel like poetry and rap is so interchangeable. Mm-hmm. Right? And you, like, you don't read rap, you perform it. Right. Right? And, like, look what you just spit off the dome. It's, like, the same thing. Like, what's the difference, really, between rap and poetry? Music behind it? The beat. The beat. That's all it is, right? Because you rhyming still. The beat. I mean, a lot of people don't understand what rap is, like, means. Rap is rhythm and poetry. That's what rap stands for. Listen, I'm 33, and I just learned something new today. Like, (laughs) so... When people say stuff like what I spit, like my ghetto gospel, they like to compare me to a battle rapper. And it's like, battle rappers are poets. The only difference is they going at each other. Mm. That is all they're doing. If you just, if they strip out people's names and quote unquote personals and just spit, it's poetry. Rhythm and poetry. Rhythm and poetry. That's what rap Listen, is. guys, write that down. Rap is rhythm and poetry. poetry. I yeah. can't be the only person that didn't know that. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. You ain't. I'm telling you. Wow. I don't yeah. know where that word come from. Yeah. I mean, poetry is whatever you make it. Whatever you want to put out there. Whatever you want to do. You want to read it off the paper, read it off the paper. You want to read it off the phone, read it off the phone. Everybody don't want to perform. Some people just want to talk. Go ahead. That's the thing. People put poetry in one box. So it's not poetry if you don't sound like Shakespeare. Like, I see the wonder and how I wonder. Do you see how yeah, I... Yeah, that's, like, that's the stuff in school that but, had me a little bit yeah, like, Yeah, <laughs> a lot of people don't like poetry because that's... What they think it is. Yeah, that's the stigmatism that they have on poetry. And it, it ain't that. Trust me. It's some, it's some niggas, though. Listen, I, I used to have to do haikus. Listen, that's just a form of poetry. I was Listen, like... It's, it's some niggas out there, like Lady K... KB that yeah, lady. Let yeah, us know, let like, us let us know some some uh, oh, good yeah, poets to yeah, check out. K, yeah, KB that lady, Black Chagla. He's mm-hmm. he the go. He from Baltimore. Okay, Mike the poet. I went to the Milano fashion show and Mike the poet hosted. That was interesting. Mike, Mike, Mike the, the poet. poet. You know, oh, who that the is? one that take off his shoes and perform. He had his shoes on at that show. Ah, uh, she probably wasn't jacking Mike. it. Mike. I, that's tall, like. slim, light skinned guy with the beard. Yeah, he normally yeah. takes off his shoes and perform. Yeah, he was there. He was spitting. I think I thought that was cool. That was my first time seeing a high level poet in mm-hmm. person. Right. But I I feel like there are so many um, poets out there when at the poker. Because I always love poetry slams that they not getting the um nah, it's, it's, the light on them like they supposed like they better than some. You wanted them. Listen, I, <laughs> I, I tell lie. niggas all the time because people don't understand. Like slam poetry is different from spoken word poetry. What's the difference? Slam poetry is more technical. Like it's more technical. It's more discipline. It's more I like to call surface, as in full speed in the crowd. Like they have to, or the judges, they have to get everything. Certain things can't go over their head. Mm. It's not too intricate. But slam no, poetry, a lot of yeah, and, there's and, more, and there's a lot of emotion. Versus the level of pen. Yeah, slam poetry. Are you more of the other? Uh, Slam poetry is like the NBA. And spoken word is more like N1. I'm an N1 nigga. Mm. But there's a lot of slam poets. I'll walk on them. I'll do them. Walk on them. Like Jesus on water. (laughs) I'll really do them. I'll do them in. Do you guys have poetry battles? Of course. Really? Street, Street Profits presents Fight Nights. 
Yeah, uh, we bringing I back fight put nights. Up to one of those. We bringing that back fight like nights. Fun. You feel me? I had battle my man Hattress. You know, shout out to my man Hattress. I had battles him one time. You know, I did him dirty. I did him filthy. Did and him you filthy. coming at them like in a battle rap? Nah, you go poem for poem. Which see, Hattress came at me like a battle rap, but see, I'm different. I could do a poem and then go into a freestyle and then go back into a poem just to show you the difference. Like, it's, it's, it's levels to it. But, you know, shout out to my man. My man, yeah, follow my man, Hattress. You know, shout I, out to yeah, Hattress. Yeah, so you think you, you think you would ever be a rapper? Nah. No. Nah. I can't even. I can't. <laughs> Once I hear B, I lose creativity. <laughs> it got to be gotta, silent. Yeah, you, not your voice yeah. is the creativity. Yeah, your voice like is the I, I like to play with my cadence and my pockets and and, and and my motions. Like I, I love to play with it. But like being a rapper, nah, I'm good. I think it's too many rappers now, and rap is Dude, a you dangerous. Think it's oversaturated. Seriously, <laughs> you see some I mean, of the stuff that's coming out. I mean, just because it's a lot of rappers don't mean that they can rap. I know a right, lot. Of, I know a lot of these new new cats. I don't know what's going on. I never. It's little J and little Key and little D. I don't <laughs> know who's who. But that's what I'm saying. It's so many rappers. I'm good. I don't want to be no rapper. Now, when I get on a track, I get on the track for fun yeah, to play with it to Talk push my pen. Shit. Yeah, to sharpen my pen to be well rounded. Yeah, can you see yourself ghostwriting when ghostwriting for Drake? Ghostwriter. <laughs> I'll ghostwrite with Drake. We go all the way up, Drake. What's up? I'll let me, Drake. <laughs> Word. Why I ghostwrite with Drake? We lit. I'm going to make sure he signed me to the team, man. It's Drizzy. You bugging. But now, um, ghostwriting, maybe. Maybe. Songwriting, that would be dope. I think that's what's next for me personally. I think like, behind the scenes, it's so slept on. Like, they oh. make, they make, Money. Listen, they make money. Come on, man. Look at Moody Long, like she was a songwriter before. Quincy Jones was a songwriter for so. Come on, man. Ask Whitney. Come on, man. Like songwriting is 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 so dope. I think that's my next challenge, though. I want to I want to try songwriting. Different. I want to try. I think that'd be an easy crossover for you. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. It's because you're so emotion and passionate when you Yeah. So I mean I'm gonna try that at one point once once I get certain things established in poetry. You know what I mean? Still got some stuff that I'm set out to to, to conquer and take over, but I I'll try some songwriting. That sounds like fun. What's your biggest fear? What in life? Yeah. Oh uh, my biggest fear in life is just time. Time running out when I'm and I can't get everything I want done. So, I mean, yeah, just time. Just time. Because it's, it's hard to be an artist. It's hard to be a mentor. It's hard to be a father. It's hard to be a brother, a son. Like, you got to make time for everything in your life that means something. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, my biggest fear is just running out of time before it's my time. If it's my time, then it's cool. But What's being a mentor like? Stressful. <laughs> Stressful but fun. But it, it, Are you helping the up-and-coming poets to develop their craft? Of course. They got to be better than me. Or what's the point of doing it? That's good. You know, I'm glad you said that because Nicki Minaj is one of my favorite artists. You know, I'm old. Right. We old. Right. So I, I like the, you know, the older rappers. And I feel like... She gets so much backlash because they say, you know, she don't want to show love to nobody that's in the game, anybody that's hot. 
And um, they saying like she's supposed to support the up and coming and want them to be better than right. her. But then on the same side, it's like I understand when Nikki's like I had to get this out the mud. It's different. It was a different time coming up. Right. And it's like she just feels like it's not that I'm not, you know, willing to get back. It's just like you have to earn it. So how do you feel about that? Like, how do you feel about like you having to go through whatever you went through to build your 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 platforms where you are mm-hmm. and then turning around and helping people like. So for me, honestly, being that I went through what I went through by myself, because when I started poetry, I was by myself. I ain't have no team. I ain't have no mentor. I had to learn on the fly. You feel what I'm saying? So with me taking people and, and, and actually opening their eyes to certain things, like I don't mind. Like when I first met my team in 2019, I told them, yo, because they younger than me. They A lot of them is way younger than me. Wow. I, I Like, yeah, me and my co-host Kenny Sings also dope. Oh, my God. Shout Kenny. out to Kenny Sings. Twin. Twin. Woo! Twin, they don't understand. Mm. That's who I missed on the um, goddamn my team. My four twins, she going to kill me. She going to kill she you. She going to kill me, but you know, you <laughs> say the best for last. But twin, yeah, my twin, Kenny Sings, dope, phenomenal spoken word. Oh, my Don't you Lord. guys have a podcast Yeah, we got together? a podcast called Hitting Lines Podcast. You can Shout find us on, you feel me, all major streaming platforms. We coming back with season three, February 10th. Season three, y'all. Yeah, Check them but, out. Um, yeah, like. Me, I done told my team when I met them because they, they were so young. Me and Sings is the oldest ones on the team, but everybody is under 30, I believe, except for probably Nick. But when I first met my team, they was 22, 23 years old. Wow. And the way they talking of what they going through, it was like, yo, Ooh. y'all advance. And I already told them, yo, y'all going to be better than me. But I'm comfortable in my skin to say that and recognize that and you know what? Let me help y'all build that. Because I still do what I do. You. It don't bother me because I do what I do anyway. Nobody can't take away from what I do. Because your lane is your lane and your legacy is your legacy. Exactly. And as they're getting better, who? what you think I'm going to just do? Fall off? Nah, I'm going to get better. I think I think a leader, yeah. in, my pers- in my opinion, is a true leader and a true GOAT is someone that can birth other GOATs. Like, that's different. Like, it's one thing to make it successfully on your own. Right. But when you can put other people in position, and it's not just poetry, it's not just music. like just any life. Any industry. Yeah. Like, I feel like the greatest people are the people that make it and send that elevator back down. That's a fact. Yo, no funny. I'm glad you brought that up because I, I definitely got to give special shout-outs to Shade of Poet and Symbolic Night. Like, Symbolic Night, a.k.a. the Metaphor King, because... Man, the metaphors that come out of this, man, is something crazy. I always told him when I first met him, I said, yo, bro, you got the best pen on the team. Wow. But once you figure out how to put everything together as far as performing, you finding your voice, your pocket, your cadence, once you put all that together, bro, you're going to be something to wreck with. And listen, listen, he had a feature not too long ago. I couldn't make it out to that one, but man... When I seen the video on that, I'm like, oh, my boy has came. I told, I literally told him how proud of us, how proud I was of him. And I told him, yo, it's your time, bro. It's time for me to step aside and you step in this spotlight, bro. It's yours for the taking, bro. It is yours. It is you. It is Shay, because Shay, too, 
Shay been grinding for so hard. Like I'll never forget Shay first feature. Twenty twenty. New Year's Day. Pandemic. Twenty twenty, New Year's Day. She messed up. She got on stage. She messed up. But the one thing she got off when she got off that stage, she came to me and said, Y'all wanna be better. I wanna be great. I said, as long as you listen to me, I got you. You know, I don't write for my team. I don't do all I do is support mm-hmm. and help them. That's it. Support them and just give them a little guidance in life. Mm. Outside of poetry, because they life affect their poetry. Because because poetry is written from your life's perspective. Exactly, for the most part. So wow. that's all I do for my team is just support them and put them in positions to win. I don't like what Shaden been killing all crazy. She get certain you know features or certain bags, and it's like I don't get jealous. I don't get envious. That's the whole point. I gotta build y'all up. To a point where, all right, y'all can take over and let me go conquer something else, too. And that says a lot about you. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Yeah, like, man, there's some hitters on my team, man. It's, it's Shout out to Shay and shout out to... Symbolic Night, Symbolic man. Night. And Twin. Go check twin. them out. And Twin, man. Kenny Sings. Man. Kenny Sings. Kenny, yeah. Kenny, please don't beat him up. He forgot. He's all right, listen, though. Listen, my, my brain. It's <laughs> <laughs> all right. You've been to some things. Right. But, nah, yeah, they, they some... They dope. So I want to get back to my question that I was asking you before. For people that are aspiring, Mm -hmm. but they don't have the courage, Mm -hmm. give them some advice. Uh, The best advice I could give is outside of just do it. (laughs) Just do it. Yeah, just do Do it. it. Right. right. (laughs) Outside of that, though, um, if you nervous, I say this. If you, if, you want to see how good you really are. Mm-hmm. Take one person with you to your first show. Just one. Don't take everybody. You know. An honest person. An honest person. Take one honest person with you to your show and perform. It doesn't matter. Just go out there and get your feet wet, right? right? And that crowd will let you know how you did. That crowd will let you know, and then you will get the feel that you want. If you want to do this, all right, say down. Say you do that, and you want to do this for real. The best advice I give you is rehearse every day, every single day. Consistency. Rehearse, and when you rehearse, don't just say the words to learn the words. Actually, perform as if you are on stage. Mm-hmm. So when you get on stage, it feels normal. Perform in front of the mirror. Perform. If you waiting for food, like put your headphones in, it look like you're listening to a song, perform. Mm. Get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yeah. Listen to yourself. Record yourself. I I feel that with yeah. a lot of success, I always say success in whatever industry you're trying to dominate is literally on the other side of the door of fear. Yeah. I believe that. Yeah. Now, nah, it's, it's, it's a fact because fear will stop you. Mm-hmm. Fear will stop you dead in your tracks and you don't know what you're missing out on at the end of the day. But, you know, you be your own worst critic. So when it come your way, it ain't, it ain't nothing nobody out here can tell you worse than what you tell yourself. You feel what I'm saying? And, okay. and, and become a student of the game. Mm-hmm. Study yourself. Some people will say, you know, I don't like hearing myself. Get used to hearing yourself because that's the only way you're going to get better. Hear yourself, see yourself. Mm. 
And be receptive to criticism. Of course. You got to. Yeah, because some people to. can't but take. I'm, I'm a Taurus, and, you know, <laughs> even though I'm the most best sign in the Zodiac. I don't know about that. No now. offense to, no, to the other signs. Leo gang. You know, we have a hard time with uh, constructive criticism because we kind of think we always right. But I've learned that whenever I've stepped back and I've been receptive, I, I've learned so much. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta gotta humble ego. Yourself. Yeah, you gotta take the ego out of it sometimes. Yeah. No mm-hmm. ego in success. Uh, well, until bit. you make it, until you you gotta. Yeah. I think you gotta earn the right. You gotta be like, yay, like yay. Not everybody couldn't do. Everybody couldn't be how he be. Even though he's wrong, I think he right. wrong with certain things. But I feel like, like when you reach certain accolades, you could kind of. But when you're in the process, you gotta kind of be humble. I mean, you still gotta have an ego even in the process. You gotta have an ego, but you gotta know when to bring it out and when to attain it. Okay. You Balance me? Cause, it out. Yeah, because tell me right now, like, yo, I don't care. If I go to a show, if I don't have an ego with whoever's on that card, then I ain't. Who am I? You feel me? I tell anybody. I don't Like, some people like, yo, such and such is on a card. And what does that mean? I don't mm. care if Jay-Z, Jada Kiss, and Fab Ooh, is on a card, bro. Woo. If I'm on there, I'm going up there, and I'm going to feel like I'm the best on the card. Why would I not? Why would I short myself? So sometimes you got to have ego in it. You just can't have ego when criticism is coming back to you. That's when you got to attain it. That's when you got to take it out of it because it doesn't do you no good. You know what I mean? Like, I I, I criticized plenty of times before, and I always think, like, what? Like, like that was dope, but that makes me a a way better better writer. So, you know what I mean? Like, trust me, some people don't check me. Some people don't check me, you know. Shout out to my son Desaga, battle rapper. He don't check me. Shout before. out to Desaga. Yeah, he don't check me before. Like you feel what I'm saying, my son Black Chaga don't check me outside of my team. Like you feel me, but yeah. But you know, you can keep your ego. Just know when to bring that beast out and maintain that beast. Well, I want to thank you so much. Of course. For pulling up to guileless intentions, but we're always keeping it real and cut and filtered. Um. You guys make sure you check him out. Drop your Instagram one more time. Uh, smooth baby. That's S M double O V E B A B double I me not Y me baby is easier. Golly, shit me. And you in the Apollo win? I'm in Apollo March twenty second. Get your pull tickets. Up, pull, pull up. Pull up. Get your yeah. tickets. Get yeah. your tickets. Pull up. I'ma be yeah. there. Be there. Be square. Hello. Hello. Uh, I see them in November at the finals. I'm saying it now. I see them in November at the finals. (laughs) All right, bro. Thank you for stopping by. No problem. All right, y'all. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Goddess. So we're keeping it real and filtered and uncut. Peace out.